Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's up, you guys? Sean Rossap here for the Fightful.com podcast, October 12th edition, brought to you by TrigTent.com on it and DraftBeast. Go to DraftBeast for the most fun fantasy sports experience you will have. Also, check out TrigTent.com for a different type of election coverage. And, of course, go to On It, our newly revamped podcast page over at Fightful.com slash podcast. Open up any of those pages. Click the On It it link. And you, like my co-host, may become a WCW champion, which implies time travel. Sean Ross. Showdown Showdown Joe, you look like you grew some hair and a goatee. What's up here? Showdown Sean, you look very tired, bro. I'm exhausted. Why, why are you tired? Uh, the wife and I just went house shopping. Looking for a new house. That's um, stressful, isn't it? It's incredibly stressful. Yeah. Is it your, the first house you'd be purchasing? Kind of. The one that we're in now, we're on a land contract, but it's been in my family for a while. And we just – the house is a really old house. It's a nice house, but it's an old house. And – we're just ready for something different, something a little bit closer. Basically, I don't want to have to drive 25 minutes to get a Snickers after 10 p.m. if I want it. Yeah, that's crazy, bro. Yeah. So you've got a big weekend, Vince. Obviously, guys, Vince is here. Uh, he had to do to the show tonight because your son's getting married. Yes, he is. Uh, what's today? Today's Wednesday, uh, Friday, bro. So I'm headed out to Atlanta tomorrow. You looking forward to it at all? Uh, not really. Also, this worked out perfect because Showdown Joe actually had to delay tonight as well. He has some meetings, so the schedule's getting switched around a little bit. I'm still here with Matt Riddle tomorrow, but we're here with Vince tonight. And we're actually going to talk a little MMA tonight, Vince. Ronda Rousey. Yeah, she's back. back. She's back. I saw that, bro. What, December, they said? December. What they're doing is, and it's kind of weird what they're doing again, it's a New Year's Eve show but it's not on new year's eve it's new year's eve eve so like december 30th yes and it's on a friday usually they do uh do those on saturdays they did one like this with brock lesnar his last last fight before he retired and it didn't do so hot on friday 
But Ronda Rousey is a different kind of animal. She's still not that far removed from her prime, which neither was Lesnar, to be honest with you. Yeah, I think that's just a bad day, bro. You know what I mean? I mean, I think that's just a bad date. You know? I agree. Um, The difference now, I mean, now UFC is like the thing to do on a Saturday night, UFC pay-per-view. Yeah. Used to on a Friday night might be a little different. Yeah, used to be when you know Sunday was the thing to do for wrestling, right, bro? Yeah, and it's definitely not anymore. No, it seems like the thing to do on Sundays, Mondays, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday is football. So, yeah, and I I won't complain with that. Uh, complain about that. You gonna complain about your Giants? Nah, bro. I gotta tell you, my um, you know my my dog died last week. Uh, and I was very, very close with my dog, bro. Like, and I'll be honest with you, I didn't even, I didn't even care about the Giants. Like, I didn't even care. Didn't he, bro? If that was a couple of years ago, I would have jumped out the window. It, yeah. it didn't even, uh, it didn't phase me one way or another. Yeah, when something like that happens, it's kind of hard to, yeah, put much care in something that ultimately is trivial as baseball. Yeah. Uh, sorry to hear about you losing your pet. By the way, that's. It, it, it can change you. Yeah. It can really change you. It really you. can, bro. Yep. So Ronda Rousey's back. She's getting a title fight. She hasn't fought in 13 months, Vince. There are a lot of people that have issues with this, and of course we'll talk about it. Uh, Juliana Pena, not a draw by any stretch of the imagination, but certainly does deserve a title shot. I believe she has won. Let me check. She has won four straight fights in the UFC. She also won three on the Ultimate Fighter. So ultimately, she's really won like seven fights in a row. Ronda Rousey has not fought since losing the title, but worth remembering, Vince. I mean, like, put it in perspective. You know who Ronda Rousey is, don't you? Yeah, absolutely. You have no clue who Juliana Payne no, is. No, I do don't. You? As a matter of fact, when I saw that today, I researched her a little bit because I did not know who she was. But Okay, and, and here's the thing. I'm just talking about a girl who got passed over for a title shot, not to mention the champion herself. That's Amanda Nunes. Nobody knows who she is either. Yeah. So the the one person in this situation that, like, I mean, my wife watches every UFC pay-per-view with me. She doesn't know who Juliana Pena is. Yeah. Now, now what are, like, have we read anything about how intense uh, a Ronda is training? Have we heard anything like that? she's in a weird position. Like, and our Wednesday hosts know how, or our Wednesday viewers know how I feel about his coach. He's terrible. He's horrible. He's not a good coach. Surprise. I mean, she's literally her three best friends left her camp to go train with Josh Barnett, who does uh, new Japan pro wrestling commentary. Uh, and is a UFC fighter. Her mom has openly spoken out and her mom is like, just no, it's not like, uh, you know, some athlete where their dad gets involved and all that. Her mom was, I believe, a world champion in judo as well. Yeah, so I her mom know. sculpted and molded her. Said, uh, and I quote, that she would run over him with a car if she could. Yeah, but bro, she's got to be still employing him for some reason, no? Yeah, and that's another thing. He. Declared bankruptcy, saying he wasn't making any money, but his client is the most famous fighter in the world, outside of maybe Floyd Mayweather. Maybe he's a little more famous. But. Well, maybe he's got a terrible contract. It's a very unique situation yeah. uh, with that guy. But the thing is, when she was getting mollywopped 
during her last fight, in between rounds, he's like, great work. Good job, champ. You're doing great. Keep it up. And everybody's like, what? No adjustments need to be made? I mean, Ronda Rousey is a judo player. Judo players like to get in the clinch, send you ass over tea kettle, and put you on your back. She was in there trying to box with one of the greatest female boxers, period. Yeah. It's a bad move. Well, it's, you know, like the brawl for all we talked about. Mark Gunn went in there and tried to box with a guy he couldn't box with. Right, right, yep. Not not a good call. Now, the, the Ronda Rousey situation, obviously, I would I would definitely count you as a casual Vince. Because you, you know about the people that you need to know about. Yeah. You know who Conor yeah. McGregor is. Yeah. You know who Brock Lesnar is, for obvious reasons. Yeah. You know who Ronda Rousey is. If this had been Juliana Pena versus Amanda Nunes, do you think we'd be talking about this right now? Absolutely not. If it were Amanda Nunes versus Juliana Pena, would you order the show? No. I'll put it like this. Would you be more likely to order a pay-per-view if it were Ronda Rousey versus Amanda Nunes or Ronda Rousey versus Chris Cyborg? Is that a guy? Exactly. You don't know who it is, do you? No, I don't. Guys, those of you who watch our MMA show regularly, my point has been made. Chris Cyborg has been the champion at a weight class above Ronda Rousey for quite a long time. There have been about it's been about that's been tried to be made, but they just can't come to terms. And a lot of people are like, oh, that's the biggest fight. That's the biggest fight. Nobody knows who Cyborg is, you guys. I hate to I hate to break it to you all. Nobody knows who she is except for us, the hardcore MMA fan. Vince Russo doesn't know who it is, and he works for us. Don't know who it is, bro. No idea. We'll get more into uh, Ronda Rousey later. I got to get your opinion on this, Vince. You remember the water bottle tossing incident that Conor McGregor had before yeah. the UFC? He was fined this week by the Nevada Athletic Commission $150,000. Are you serious, bro? And 50 hours of community service. And what was his response to that? And I quote, I got fined more than you bums make. That's well, probably three times what what a lot of the bums make, bro. (laughs) And he doesn't want to fight in Nevada anymore. And I can't blame him. I can't either, bro. That's that's stiff, man. That's crazy. He He could fight in Nebraska. And it would sell out. Yeah. People would drive it for, to Nebraska. Nevada's really screwing themselves here because they need him a lot more than he needs them. Yeah. Here's how it happened, Vince. <laughs> so they, they brought him in, and they were discussing how much it should be, and they speculate, okay, maybe 25000 I think, was the number they threw out. Sure, whatever. And then Conor McGregor's camp said, we'll accept any punishment. We're sorry about what happened. And they go, oh, really? You'll accept any punishment, huh? And they and the talk got all the way up to three hundred thousand. Oh my god, bro! How, how how can they do that in the state of Nevada? Like domestic violence, the fine is like a thousand, two thousand. In the NFL, if you punch somebody in the face, sometimes it's fifty thousand. He threw a water bottle. That's crazy, man. So is Pat Lundvall. Now, now, can he appeal that? Or I would hope so. I would hope if anything, he could just take it to court and say. Screw you, but see, 150000 to him is a drop in the bucket. Yeah, but isn't it the principal, bro? Sure, absolutely. 
And here's what happened. Pat Lundvall, who was a very controversial member of the Nevada Athletic Commission, was in there discussing, well, we need to fund an anti-bullying campaign. We could really use some money to do that. So she basically financed an anti-bullying campaign based off of this. Oh, my God. Vince, isn't this a little loony to you? Yeah, bro. It It almost sounds like a movie plot. You know what I mean? Right. You're gonna have Will Smith like as the concussion guy, yeah, going into the courtroom battling this stuff. Crazy, bro. MMA. It's weird. Also, 50 hours of community service. Supposedly, half of that will be half of the uh, fine will be donated to the anti-bullying campaign, with maybe him doing a PSA. Guys, we have some visual changes coming to Fightful.com this week. I think you're gonna like them. Stay tuned for those. Share these pages on Facebook, Reddit, Facebook groups, all that stuff. Vince Goldberg's coming back. Yeah. What do you think? Mm. Bro, I just think I just think it's fascinating how the WWE constantly has to go back to the well because they haven't created new stars in freaking decades. I, I just that is unbelievable to me, man. I completely agree. Completely agree. And the irony is that when they do go back to the well, Vince, they don't put their new guys over the old guys from the well. Right. Yeah, whatever, bro. I mean, what are you going to say, man? I just uh, – unbelievable. So what you're doing, as if it wasn't evident enough that you know the numbers are down, the attendance is down, all that stuff is down. The presence of your of the star the stars isn't there like like that used to be, you know. You got and you got people saying, okay, well this this era sucks. So here are the old people. So we're gonna have the old people beat up the guys from the new era to really solidify that. Yeah, I get that seems weird. I guarantee you, bro, that Sean's gonna be in the rumble too. Really? Guaranteed. If he showed up in the shape he was at WrestleMania, oh, yeah, no, absolutely. But I guarantee you they're gonna go to the well there too. You think he'd really do it? Yeah, I do. It'd be the right place, San Antonio. Yep. Kyler James of our social media team is actually going to be there. I'm sure he's looking forward to that. But, oh, man, what, what do you think of them taking the the rumble to the Alamo Dome again? Oh, God, bro. That, that, was, that, that was the one they were there many, many years ago, right? And they couldn't sell out. Yeah, I remember, bro. I think I was there for that one. And I remember, like, there was a lot of pressure on the company uh, you know, bro, and it was kind of at a time when we were coming off the really bad years at the WWE, but we weren't quite off them yet. So it was the same thing. We didn't think we were going to sell it out. I don't know how they think. I mean, they can paper the crap out of it. I know last time we sold tickets for like five bucks. I'm sure they could do that, but that's still a lot of tickets to sell. They pulled out all the stops for that. Yeah, team. they had. Yeah. Like and when I say pull it out of the stops, people may not remember, but I'm looking back at the card. They had Shawn Michaels, your yep. hometown boy, there with with Jose with his manager, right? With Jose Lothario. Yes, yes. And I just look up and down the card, and it's like, okay, Steve Austin, the Texan, won the Royal Rumble. You had Terry Funk in the Rumble, right? You had a, a host of luchadors that nobody. Yeah, yeah. I remember as a kid, I had no clue who they were. It was I like remember. Matt Lover, P. Roth, Cibernetico. Um, yeah. And Mil Mascaris, I think, was in it. So they had that. Then they had the Hector Garza, Pero Aguayo, yep. and Connect. They had the six-man tag. Yep. They had the minis match. Yep. Then another six-man tag. 
and then another tag match before that. Yep. So they really were trying to milk that. Do you remember like how that was all brought up or anything of that nature? Yeah, no, just trying to sell it out, bro. I mean, obviously they played to the house, you know, and not, yeah. not to the national audience, no doubt about it. But yeah, bro, I, I remember there was a lot of pressure on at that time to sell that thing out. Yeah, half of those matches didn't even air. So that really was playing to the house. Yeah. Do you remember like how far ahead of time they decided, well, we're going to need to put all this talent on there? Oh, yeah, I, very far ahead of time, bro. And, bro, I remember, like, as and, and the one thing I remember was, too, as the as we got closer and closer and closer to the event, the tickets were getting cheaper and cheaper and cheaper and cheaper, bro. I think you were able to buy a ticket that year for five bucks. I, re- I remember hearing that, actually. Yeah, yeah. And that that's before, you know, that would you say that was not, not a scary time, but one of the lowest points? It was definitely one of the lowest points, bro, no doubt, no doubt. Because I remember as a kid, and the year before, they had some people that I didn't know of. Like, I remember they had announced, like, Dory Funk Jr. the year before. Yeah. I was like, who the hell's Dory Funk Jr. as a kid? I didn't know. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, of course, now I know. I remember the year they had, like, Takeo Amori. Yeah. Like, it was some of that's not something that would happen in later years. The WWE didn't bring in people that they had never exposed before. Yeah. And for a couple of years, they were doing that. Was that just because of maybe, I don't know about dire financial straits, but just because of the different position they were in at that time? Yeah, no, absolutely. They were reaching, bro. They were reaching for anything that was going to stick, and nothing was sticking, man. That was the problem. What was it like back then, while we're on the topic of the Royal Rumble? Did you have to do much writing like for the actual match, or was that all laid out by like they say Pat Patterson? I don't. Yeah, know well, bro, that was before I was writing the TV. I, I I was doing the magazine when that stuff was happening. Oh, I meant any Royal Rumble. Oh, so so what? The the match itself? Yeah. Oh, the Royal Rumble match itself. Yeah. No, nah, that was usually a hundred percent Pat, bro. I I don't know if he still does it today, but while I was there, he pretty much laid out that whole thing. He was a master at that, you know? I think that when done right, that match can put over so many people. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Because you have the marathon man. You have the guy who eliminates a bunch of people. You have the guy who gets maybe a surprise elimination on somebody. Yep. I remember they kicked off. You you can kick off feuds that way. Absolutely. And without pinning anybody, which is something that they aren't very good at anymore because it's always the 50-50 thing. Yep. Do you think that the Goldberg thing's going to move the needle at all? When he shows up next Monday on Raw? No. You think it'll get him back to 3 million even? No. I don't. It's looking pretty I just pretty I don't. Grim. I mean, I don't, bro. They're also busting out the interpromotional matches. I didn't know if you had heard about this. The last night on SmackDown, Daniel Bryan and Shane McMahon challenged Raw to three Survivor Series matches. One is a 5 on 5 uh that has their top talent, another one that has their women talent, and then another one which is, I guess, five tag teams against five tag teams. That's ten guys. Holy crap. Bro, it, it, none of the talent is over. So it doesn't matter if it's SmackDown versus Raw, if it's Raw versus Raw. It, it doesn't matter. Nobody is over, bro. Nobody. Man, bro, I, you know, like I said, I, I watch the Attitude Era show every week and we review it, you know, on Podcast One. And my bro, it was like we had matches between the storytelling. Now this, I mean, it's 
it's it's like it, bro. They might as well have a three hour match on Raw. I mean that that's all it is. No, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's weird to me that and now the the aptitude inside the ring sometimes can be worse. But for the more like people know a lot more about staying safe and they don't necessarily. You know, there, there's a lot more that goes into career longevity now. I'll say that mm-hmm. much. The rings are different. There's there's a lot of things. I wonder why the character building, why they're just not – it's just weird. I don't – It's bog, it boggles my mind, Vince. Like, you have a lot of guys, but you could, I'm sure, drag character out of. Like, Roman Reigns could be one of the biggest, like, heels ever. Yeah. Ever, ever. I, I, and I, I've said this for the longest time, Sean. I think it all goes back to the uh, – what do they call that center over there in Florida? It all goes back to the performance center, bro. What the hell are they teaching them there? I mean, that's where it all needs to be developed. That's where it all needs to start. That's where they need to work on character, work on promos. It all starts there. If they're not getting that there, to me, there's a major, major flaw in the system. And I know, I, I, I know Dusty used to do a lot of that. And somebody told me, bro, I can't remember who it is, you know, they basically said when Dusty passed away, like any character building went away. Um, and yeah, okay, it, it, it's evident it has. If I'm WWE, I am begging Chris Jericho and or Matt Hardy to work there for that reason. Well, yeah, they, well there's a lot of people you could put there, bro. There's a lot of people, but you know, I, I don't know what the process is. Chris Jericho at 45 is the only person that I look at on Raw, and I'm like, that guy's over. Yeah, That's it. And he is 45 years old, and he's not getting over in the ring. He's getting over walking around carrying a clipboard, adding people's name to a list, and then telling people that they're about to get it. Yeah, because pe- people still want to be entertained, and that's yeah. what he's doing. He's entertaining people. And eventually, when the time comes that he stands up to Kevin Owens, I think that'll be – That'd be a great program for him. Yeah, which I think that that's that's part of the uh, the charm is that he and Owens are best buddies. Ooh, Hideo Itami is got injured. Hurt, again. Got hurt again, bro. I read that. Oh my god! Did you see the the move? No, no. That's why I stay away from that stuff, bro. Ooh. Well, I'm gonna pull it up here. Our friends at Pro Wrestling Unlimited, so it's not copyrighted. Let's see here. Let me let me pull this up. It's nasty looking. It's gross. Bro, is it going to like can I look at this? Yeah. You'll be alright. Give right. me the body part. What body part is it? Head. Oh man, go ahead. <clears throat> so let's see. Here we go. Power slam, bonk. Ooh, play that back. Oh, nasty, nasty. Nasty. I swear to God, bro. Sometimes when I see the way these guys work in the ring, what comes to mind to me all the time is out of control. They're like just a power slam. Yeah, but still, bro, but but you got to work it, bro. You've got to work it. You can't put everything you have into it. You got to work it, man. Every every yeah, every put, everything I see in wrestling just looks like reckless abandon. 
I don't know if well, I think that was reckless abandon because it looked like the person didn't put anything into it. It looks like he gave up halfway through. Yeah. That's unfortunate. Uh, it has not worked out in WWE for Hideo Itami between yeah. injuries and just not clicking, things of that nature. Yeah. Unfortunate. Also unfortunate, Paige and Alberto Del Rio. This saga yeah. just keeps on getting crazier and crazier. Like, Paige failed another wellness violation. Mm-hmm. And her parents and brothers took to social media to say it was because of painkillers in relation to her neck injury. Mm-hmm. Do you think that was a smart idea on their behalf? Well, bro, I don't like the whole idea of the WWE. Here's their policy. We, we publicly say somebody failed the drug test, but we don't publicly say why. And yeah, and I don't know if they can because of HIPAA laws, but then the thing is, like, why announce it then? Exactly. That's my point. Why announce it then? People can talk about it, people speculate, but why announce it? Because, you know, bro, we've learned on a couple of instances it's guys getting their, you know, girls getting their medical, their, their paperwork in late, and things like that. When you don't, when you don't, Hornswoggle couldn't pee. Yeah, exactly. When you don't hear that, immediately, what do you think? Immediately, you're thinking drugs, you're thinking this. So that, that's my whole thing. Why say anything at all? That's all. I, I, and I wonder what that language is like in their contracts. I would love to get a hold of a WWE yeah. contract to see how that – especially if you're saying to everybody else, well, they're independent contractors. They're independent contractors. Well, then don't put my private medical shit out there. Exactly, exactly, right. And Paige has a neck injury. She's going to be back in the next six or seven months, she says. So, gosh, there's so much to unpack in this situation. She failed the wellness violation. She did not say it was due to painkillers. Her brothers and her parents did. And they're all, she, they're all crazy, by the way, just so you know. So I've heard. Yeah. What, what leads you to believe that? I, they were on my show. Really? The whole family. And I loved them. I love bro, I gotta tell you this. When when Paige was hot at the WWE, the fact that they were not using her family was insane. Insane. Yeah. They are all all showmen. Great showmen. I would imagine that if Paige were on better terms with the WWE right now, they would have probably brought her mom in to work that women's tournament they're talking about doing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it would have been a great sale. story, yeah. So Paige suspended again, yeah. and she said that things change based on who you were. Right. And Vince, I got to say that I'll probably disagree with that. I do disagree with that because if that were the case, they probably wouldn't have suspended Roman Reigns. Because if there's one guy on that roster you really want to protect that's a full-time wrestler, it's Roman Reigns, and they suspended him with the quickness. Uh, I don't know if I agree with that, Sean, because keep in mind where Roman Reigns was at that time, bro. The character wasn't getting over the way they wanted him to. Nothing was working. Uh, you know, I, I mean, he was really in no man's land. I, I honestly could have looked at, okay, suspending him for 60 days or 30 days isn't going to hurt anybody. Let's suspend him, put him on the shelf bring him back and see where he is. So, I mean, I could certainly see that not throwing a huge monkey wrench in their plans. But, I mean, he was in the middle of a world yeah, no, title. He was. No, he was, bro, but he still wasn't getting the response they wanted. If, 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 if Yeah, but if, if he was, who knows how they would have handled it. 
That's interesting. Which I mean, they've had seven suspensions since April. Before that, before April this year, Vince, they had seven since 2012. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't believe for a second that seven people over the course of three, three and a half years, and I'm talking like Ricardo Rodriguez, Rey Mysterio, Hornswoggle, these were the people that were failing. Yeah. And a couple of the others were like due to synthetic marijuana and stuff like that. It's unusual. It is unusual. I'll give Paige that. And it's going to be interesting to see how it plays out. Now, she was on, she was in New York and TMZ cameras cut up with her. And they asked if she was going to go back. And her and Del Rio just said she has to. And Del Rio joked that she had a 39 year contract with the WWE events. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, bro, you know, I got to tell you, I've been in that spot, bro, and when you're working for one of the companies and you're just so unhappy and so miserable, it really sucks. It's horrible, bro. And and people think, oh, she's getting paid, whatever the case may be. Bro, let me tell you, when you're in a spot and you're not happy, you, you would gladly turn the money in to get out of that situation, gladly. Did you ever have somebody who came to you, like, whether it was – TNA, WCW, WWE, that's like, I, I need to get out. I want to get out. I'll do whatever it takes to get out. Oh, yeah, bro. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely I did. Anybody who you can uh, Let me think about it, bro, because that, that conversation is very familiar. Uh, let me think about it, and I, I'll tell you, you know, as the show progresses. Because that's interesting, and also I wonder if there were any there, – there's speculation, people saying, well, maybe she's trying to fail the wellness yeah. violation yeah. policy three times. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply to get out yeah you think that's a possibility I, I would think so it depends how miserable she is bro you got a 39 year contract it sounds like a pretty good way to get out yeah and you, there are people that say well wouldn't they have a no no compete on her well she would still get paid yeah and bro non-competes a bullshit bro they 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 would they would never ever ever stand up in a court of law they don't they don't they don't, they don't because yeah you you have to be able to be able to make a living so yeah. non-compete is all BS. Brock Lesnar contested it. Yep. He won. Yep. CM Punk contested it. He won. Yep. You can't. Alberto De Rio, they tried to do it to him. He said, I will contest yep. it. You can't stop somebody from making a living. I, yeah, I think especially, again, when you go back to independent contract. Yeah, which, yep, yep. That, that term, once people start to challenge it, and I mean, really challenge it, not half-ass challenge it 10, 12 years after they get fired. Like, challenge it while they, they have it. Yep. I mean, Jesse Ventura was one of the original guys. He said, I'm not getting drug tested by you. What the, what the hell do you think you're doing? Right. I'm an independent contractor. Yep. And Jesse Ventura is the reason why – Wrestlers get royalties to this day. Yep. He was the one who challenged that. Bro, look at the makeup you have in professional wrestling today, bro. You got a roster full of guys and girls that would literally pay Vince McMahon to be on the show. 
that that that's what you have in that that's today's wrestler bro that i that, remember you saying and the more, i remember you and the more and more they have that type of attitude the more and more the wwe and vince mcmahon will dictate to them this is the way it's going to be it's their own fault they've created their own problems bro and i hate to say this because they're marks for wrestling I remember you saying something similar about when TNA started. I think it was yeah, an interview yeah. with Sean Oliver where yeah. Jerry Jarrett. Jerry Jarrett. Yes. Yeah, he was yes. like, I'm going to pay them this much yes. because they would pay to wrestle for us. Yes. And he wasn't lying. He was absolutely right. And, and I think it's 10 times worse today than it was back then. Yeah. I mean, I can say personally, we don't bring on writers for free on this site because – we worry about the quality of somebody who would even be willing to do that. You know, Sean, it's like no, I, I'm not picking on Sasha Baron ba- Banks. Banks, Sasha Banks, Sasha Baron Cohen is yeah, boring. Yeah, I love him. I'm not picking on Sasha Banks, but you know, bro, he he here's the problem. When she goes out and cuts the promo about the women's revolution and this and the other thing, bro, she means that. She she's mm-hmm. convinced herself that this is a shoot, and that's the problem across the board. Everyone in that category, they do not understand this is a job. This is a business, and the more of your rights you give away because you're a mark for the business, the more you're hurting yourself in the long run. But the kids today, Jesse Ventura was the perfect example. Screw you! I'm an independent contractor. You're gonna you're gonna drug test me. Today, bro, they would let you drug test them. They would let you give them a, a, a what, what is it, a proctal exam, bro? What do you call that? They, would, they would let you do whatever they wanted to them so they could be wrestlers on the show. That's the problem, bro. That's the problem. Now, I'll preface this. I mean, when Jesse Ventura was around, there, there was another place to work, too, and he did go to that other place. But when you say that they've convinced themselves it's a shoot, what do you mean by that? They've convinced, the, they've convinced themselves that wrestling is real and they're great wrestlers and the people are chanting, this is awesome. They've lost sight of the fact that it's a business and you have rights in a business and there is an employer-employee relationship. Look at freaking Del Rio's your perfect example. Here was a guy that's a veteran that knows is a business and he's not going to go stand for their BS. That's why Del Rio's not there anymore. And guess what? Del Rio will make a fine living working independence, work in Japan, work in Mexico, wherever he has to work. There's a lot of work out there. But in, in, in their minds, bro, it's the WWE or bust. And that's not the case. I, I don't necessarily think that they've convinced themselves it's real, but I do think that they give up way too many rights. I think you're you're right in that regard and that they are – I don't want to say marks for WWE, but it's kind of what what it is. Like everybody's like, well, this is where I want to be. The so happy to be here type of thing, bro. Sean, if you are, let me take a. Okay, bro. Let, 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 I, I don't want to use Sasha again because, uh, uh, well, I don't want to use Sami Zayn because Sami Zayn's not young. Give me a young wrestler who does the crazy stuff. A young guy, because even Perkins isn't that young, is he? No, he's been around for like 15 years. Yeah, give me a young guy. Like, give me a young guy that does. We'll say Tony Nese. Just I to told, throw his name out there. Tony Nese, for argument's sake. 
Sean, you're a smart, intelligent guy. If you're Tony Nese and my career is I'm going to be a pro- I want to be a professional wrestler. Isn't the wouldn't the number one thing to you be okay? I I see the wrestling business. I understand the wrestling biz- business. The objective is for me to prolong this career as long sure. as I can. If you're a businessman, that's your objective. But when you go in the ring and you're flip-flopping, flying for this is awesome chance, you're, you're a mark for the business, bro. And at the end of the day, when you're not going to be able to get out of bed at 34 years old and you're not going to be able to earn a living in wrestling, you're going to realize, well, it's too late to do anything about it now. I should have thought about it 10 years ago. That's my so point, I- bro. So it was like Robbie Knievel, a mark for the stuntman business? Well, bro, I mean, the, he could could have crippled himself at any moment. Yeah, but this, there, there was – I mean, he was following in his father's footsteps, bro. There, so was Evil Knievel a mark for – well, exactly. He was following his father's footsteps. Right. So he was a mark for the business already, I guess. No, but this – bro, when you're jumping over buses, there's only one way to do it. When, when you're involved in a wrestling match, there's 20 ways to do it. You don't need to kill yourself. Uh, Oh, I, I agree. Bad comparison, Sean Ross. Out. I don't know about that. I mean, the Young Bucks, they actually, I saw a, actually, you were brought up in one of their chats. Nice. I'll, I'll bring it up in a minute. It wasn't anything negative, but I, I don't know. I think it was Nick Jackson said that he has stopped doing a lot of things for, him. for career longevity. Good for him. Also, he told a story about <laughs> the first time that, they, that you all met, and apparently he said, you guys got to get your hair cut. Did I say that? Yeah, and apparently you were in a bathrobe or a shower or a towel or something. I don't no, know. No, that's that's ridiculous, bro. That <laughs> that is not true, bro. I need to pull that up. That is not oh, that God. that that is not true, bro. I would I'm I, gonna I, you- I would never tell anybody they had to get their hair cut. I mean, I I I like long. I wish I had. I'm always trying to grow long hair. That's not true. I could tell you that. I'll send you the link with the timestamp. Bro, I can tell you what I liked about the Young Bucks. Let me tell you something. And I can't remember which one it was. Super kicks. What? No, no, no. That's what you liked about it. Bro, I did an interview, and I kind of jabbed at the Young Bucks. And I basically said that, you know, when I – first of all, bro – I told TNA they had to hire the Young Bucks the first time I saw them. I said, you got to hire these guys. Whether they know that or not, that's the truth. So as I started working with them, bro, they were like the, the, the group of the young entitled guys that thought they knew more than Vince Russo, okay? And I said that in an interview. I said, you know, I think they were entitled. I think, you know, they had a chip on their shoulder, as do a lot of the young athletes. Bro, one of them emailed me. I don't, I don't remember which one it was, and they freaking called me out. And I said, you know what? I have so much respect for you for calling me out and sending me to see me. And I said, you're right. You're right. I shouldn't say something that, that behind your back that I didn't say to you. And, and, and from that day forward, they, they earned my respect. I wish I remember which one it was, but I don't. I'm a fan of their work, especially with Kenny Omega. I like him. I think they're, I, a lot of people get on them because they – man, it's, it's hard to explain their gimmick because if you don't get it, you just don't get it. Yeah, and it's like one of those that you can't explain because it doesn't work that way. But I enjoy them. I enjoy them. So we got this Hell in a Cell pay per view coming up soon, Vince. I don't have any UFC or WWE pay per views for two and a half weeks. 
What's the next WWE pay-per-view? Hell in a Cell, right? Hell in a Cell, October 30th. Oh, I man. might pee my pants. Oh, yeah, it's brutal, bro. It's freaking brutal. It's brutal. Well, I mean, I might pee my pants because there's no events for two or three weeks. Yeah, yeah. Good for you. Get some rest, No bro. UFC for a month. Yeah. I'm pretty excited about that. NXT is going to be doing event an event the weekend of the Royal Rumble. Do you think that's a good idea, too? At the same venue? Oh, I doubt that. Uh, let me check. I highly doubt that, especially with their current roster. Bro, uh, is, I, don't, I don't see what the where the venue is. Bro, but, is uh, in in your opinion? Uh, because, bro, I haven't watched it in a long time, and I should, because you know I'm I'm a huge fan of Bobby Roode. You know, love Bobby. Bro, is NXT over now? In your opinion, to the extent that it was, or is it kind of no? Now, now, no, now, is that just because it got old, or they're doing stuff differently? Like, what what's your take on that? They lost Bailey. They lost, you know, they lost all those women that made it unique. Over the past year or so, they lost a lot of people. They lost American Alpha. They had a lot of tools that you look at. And, you know, everybody likes to like something before it is something. Mm, yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That type of thing. In NXT now, Nakamura is already a thing. Almost everybody, like, has known Nakamura was special for a long time. Samoa Joe, everybody's known for 10 years that he was special. Bobby Roode, the same thing. People have known that he's special for a long time. Asuka, you can put her in the ring with anybody on the WWE roster, and she would find a way to make it work because she is also special. There's it, there's not a lot on there that seems like, well, this is the next big thing, and this is the next big thing, whether it is or not, you know, Vince, because yeah. some of these acts are hit or miss. I, I don't watch NXT regularly. I don't. I catch the videos uh, here and there. I can't remember the last time that somebody said to me, you have to watch this on NXT. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, you, I'm waiting you, for the, you, the takeover show. Do you show. think NXT, bro, you know, rose to prominence? Do you think it had anything to do with the WWE product being really weak at the time? Definitely. It was an alternative. Yeah. It was for those for that group of people that wanted something different. It gave them something different. And now – like you said, Raw is a three-hour wrestling match. Yeah. So that's what they're getting. And there are job matches on Raw now. That's a lot of the things that you would see on NXT. It was yeah. it was booked a lot like an old regional yeah. would be booked. Yeah. And now Raw is kind of booking that way, only not as strong. Although I, I do like the Braun Strowman stuff. I like him. Like call, He's... Have you seen his mic work he's been doing? Oh, uh, nah, nah, bro. I kind of fast. Bro, see, it's a squash he's match. It's a squash match, so I fast forward through it. Yeah, he's not bad on the mic. Bro, and look, I got, I got Gumby giving the DX gimmick. Can you see that? Oh, do you? Can you see, nice, bro. I did a wedding photo with Gumby, uh, the, the with Gumby? party like that. Oh, nice, bro. That's yeah. nice. Yeah. I, I want to put together a collage of me doing the DX thing in, like, all these exotic locations, like King's Island in front of the the – the replica yeah. Eiffel Tower or whatever. Bro, do you know how that started? How? Do you have any idea? No. Bro, this is a true story. Early, early, early on, Shawn Michaels was by himself walking down the ramp, and he was a heel at the time. So he came out. You know, people were booing him. He got a heel reaction. And, bro, as he's walking down the ramp, he was mouthing to everybody, 
I remember that. That's how it started. I saw that, and I'm like, bro, uh-huh. like that's it, you know? See, things like that, that's why you always got to pay attention, bro. There may be that one little freaking thing, and then he started saying it, and that the rest was history. I remember an incident where he had stuffed a bunch of gauze down his pants. Yeah. And Jim Ross was in the oh, ring, yeah. and Jim yeah. Ross was getting Yes, yeah, well, he had those out. really tight, tight shorts on, bro. It was ridiculous, <laughs> right? Sure. Who in the world would do that, bro? Like, yeah, they, yeah, yeah. you know, in MMA, when we train, we try to wear stuff that won't get snagged or anything. So I've seen the tightest of the tight. I've never seen anything as tight yeah. as the shorts that Shawn Michaels, that and obnoxiously classic. short. Yeah, that was classic, bro. That was great stuff. Yeah. Was was Jim Ross really? Oh about yeah, that? bro. If you go back, if you go back and watch some of those classic Raws, you know when Ross is really upset over things, and you and it's great. It's great and because especially you know he's hot and Ross is need uh, uh, Law is needling him. Needling yeah, him. and every time he, every time Jr's shooting, I know it. I missed. Jim Ross and Jerry Lawler, oh, and Jerry yeah. Lawler just yeah. agging it on. That'll never – you'll never see that again, bro. Never. I, I think the closest we've got is Corey Graves. But here's, the, here's the, the sad thing about Corey Graves, Vince. When he says something, he doesn't leave himself open for a counter. Yeah. He shows no weakness. Yeah. He's like – he calls out Michael Cole or Byron Saxon for being morons, and they're like, damn, I'm a moron. Yeah. Like they just take it. They don't fire back. Yeah. Kind of unfortunate. I miss Bobby Heenan for that, too. Yeah. God, that guy was just the best. Yeah. Isn't it weird, Vince, that Bobby Heenan was deemed too old at, like, 55 by WWE, yeah. but Jerry Lawler stuck around until he was, like, 65. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, maybe Bobby had some health issues back then that led to what is going on now, but, oh, man, when that guy, when they had the fake count that happened a few months ago that really wasn't him – I yeah. was praying it was him because, you know, I'm sure he's still got his wits about him to a degree. I would yeah. love to see him on Twitter. Yeah. Bro, do you know pretty much fake and real Twitter accounts? Well, yeah, but the, the, this one got verified for yeah. some – somehow it got verified. But, yeah, it's pretty easy to Bro, take. I got followed yesterday um, by Perry Saturn. Do you know if that's him? Well, there's some news came, that came out today about Perry Saturn that said that he is down starting on, a GoFundMe. Yeah, that's down on his. Yeah, that's see, that's why, bro, because I got followed by him, and then I read that, and I really wanted to reach out, but you know how freaking Twitter is—you don't know if you're getting worked or not. But he had oh, quite gosh. a few followers, though. I would say that probably I'm followed by about two dozen fake Vince Russo accounts. Yeah, see, that's what sucks, bro. Because I, I, if, if he's if that's true, I'd really love to help him, but I don't, I don't know if it's true. I don't know if I'll it's him. It. Yeah, let me let me know if you find some out. Perry was a great guy, bro. I always thought that he was uh, something special, something yeah. different. He didn't look or act like yeah. anybody. And else. bro, let me tell you something. I I swear to God, you know he doesn't get mentioned a lot, Perry. But bro, legitimately, like if there was somebody that would kill you, it would be Perry Saturn. <laughs> Seriously, bro. Seriously, Perry Saturn that way, bro, was like Scott Stein at times 10, where like I would never legitimately want to get Scott pissed off. But it's almost like if you piss Scott off, I think you'd have about five seconds to talk your way out of it. With Perry, I just think he'd kill you. 
Yeah. Now I don't know. Uh, I can't verify the authenticity of this thing, but I mean, this crowdfunding thing is like asking for a one hundred thousand dollar goal. Wow. Now it's saying that, uh, like, there are some. I don't know. I'll have to look more into this before I go put it out there. I know other websites have. I have not because I yeah. have to look into it before yeah, I. Let me know when you know something about it. that. Because, bro, we used to drive with Perry quite a bit when we used to go up to TNA. He was in our carpool, and I, I used to really enjoy him. I thought he had a good look. Yeah, he, had, he was really athletic. Oh yeah. He, what he did in the ring was different than what everybody else, except for Taz. Taz did very like the suplexes yeah. and stuff. Yeah. I always liked it. Also, I got to say, Dean Ambrose of late, since he, well, it's going to change because he's back to going full baby face. But when he was like in between Cena and uh, Styles and he was doing like a little bit of the tweener thing, he switched up his offense. He did things a little bit different. He still did one of the worst friggin' suicide dives I've ever seen in my entire life on Sunday. But yeah, that's got to stop. I'm tired of seeing that every freaking match. Yeah. What do you want to see? Okay, I don't want to say what do you want to see. What do you think is the best use of Goldberg at this stage of his career for WWE? Ah, bro, that's really hard to say because I haven't seen him work in so long. You know what I mean, bro? Like, I mean, I, I, I didn't even see when he was in the WWE. So, like, I literally haven't seen him work in 16 years. So, I, I don't know, bro, because I don't know what you're getting. Well, it wasn't too hot. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, I I heard I heard that, but I didn't see it. His last match was among the worst that I have ever seen him do. Yeah, there was he was in an elimination chamber match. It was okay, but you know you got now, five when, other guys. When you say worse, Sean, was he slower? Was he a step behind? Was he smaller? What was the, the way that I can say it is that neither he nor Brock Lesnar cared. It was Goldberg's last match ever and Brock's last match ever at that point. They yeah. didn't care. They mm. were gone. They were yeah. checked out. And like you said, you know, this is a pretty this is kind of a good example. Well, maybe in a way that it backfires. They were not marks for the WWE or the, the business. They were and like, that's and See that's what and that's why you gotta look at this instance, bro. Listen, I, I, I could tell you firsthand, this was a long, long time ago, but Bill Goldberg wasn't a fan of doing a job. All right, I, yeah. I, I, I had to deal with that. So, I mean, bro, you almost got to wonder if the WWE, hey, Bill, come work this one match. We'll give you a million dollars and you have to job to Lesnar and it's one and done. You got to ask yourself how much effort is going to be put into that. Yeah. You know what I mean? He, he, had a, he did have one good match against Chris Jericho, but that was Chris Jericho in 2003. You're going to have a good match with him. Yeah. But I remember in WCW, DDP got a good match out of him. Yeah. Scott Steinert, his most roided up I have ever seen him, uh, got a good match out of him. I remember Scott Hall and him. I, I like that ladder taser, that stun gun match. Yeah. I like that. They, they had some okay stuff back then. Um, I wonder what it will be like now, and he's 50. He's got to lose to Brock Lesnar. He's got to. Yeah. Bro, how old is Lesnar, 36 or seven? Oh, no, he Eight. is 39. He's 39, huh? Wow. 39. Looks young. Yeah. Yeah. He does. Bro, what's, what's Kurt Angle doing these days? Just taking indie, indie shots and stuff? Here and there. Not not that often. He was taking them a lot more often. I think he did the, the what culture pro wrestling thing. We know all about them, don't we? You know what culture. Yeah. Uh, but I think he worked for them. 
And they paid him quite a bit from what I understand. Yeah. So he's probably good for a few months, which, you know, he's not in the best of health. Yeah. He is. I think he wants, I, I, I think he wants to do more acting and stuff. I spoke to his wife about a month yeah. ago or so. You know what I think they'll do? I think that either next year or the year after he'll be that guy that they do the WWE 2K thing with. You think? And it's like, Kurt Angle's in the video game. Yeah. They can't wait too long, though, bro. He's, you know, Kurt's, what, 46? Yeah, I don't know if he'll wrestle. And if he did, you know what? Have him go in there and German suplex somebody, hit an Olympic slam and ankle lock him and get him out of there. Yeah. Just have him in the WWE ring again. They can do the 2K, the quick match, or you know what? What I would do and just end it like that. Um, I would do the Rusev thing where he comes in and he does the, the elimination at the Royal Rumble, and there you go. You give Rusev this big push. Yeah. They should have done that a long time ago, I think. Yeah, I can't believe they had two girls drop kick him out of the ring. Stupid, right? Oh, God, bro. Come on. It's not enough that Seth McMahon emasculates everybody. They got to have yeah. talent do it. It's too much, man. Got some rumors to unload here. Before we go, WWE decided to make Kevin Owens versus Seth Rollins a Hell in a Cell match, which wasn't the original plan. Why do you think they did that? Maybe just to add a little something extra to the show? Well, what are there, three Hell in a Cell matches now on that show? Yep. So, like, the Hell in a Cell match isn't special anymore, pretty much. Yeah, well, I mean, it's pretty much exclusive to that show. But, yeah, yeah but not, still, not on that show. Three of them, geez. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know, bro. I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe were they running that show on house shows? Maybe it wasn't drawing. I'll have, yeah. to, I'll have to look into that. Yeah. When you all did that in TNA with the lockdown with all the, the matches in the cage, did you like that or not? Bro, you know whose idea that was, believe it or not? Dusty was booking at the time. Uh, but believe it or not, one of the Harris brothers gave Dusty the idea, and that's why they went with it. So that that's where that originated from. I I didn't mind that, bro. But I think you know, Hell in the Cell was such a yeah. big spectacle. Now I think that really gets watered down with three matches. I know I didn't mind it when Elix Skipper did that psychotic. Yeah, that was crazy. That's one of my favorite moments in wrestling history. Yeah, nuts. I couldn't believe what. That's what I loved about TNA back then. You did not know what you were going to see whenever you watched that show. Yep. Were you there? When 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 were your runs in TNA? Oh God, I cu- I couldn't even tell you. I don't know. Maybe I can look for you. Were you there when they did the Joe Daniels AJ match? I was there when they did one of them. I I I, I just went back when they did one of them. That that was like one of my it probably I have to watch it back. But when I saw that, I was like, that's the best match I've ever seen. It had psychology. It had cool spots. It had a story. Really, what you look for in wrestling. Yeah. Alberto Del Rio has speculated that he'll be working for ROH and TNA if they can, quote, afford him. Yeah, well, yeah. Are you surprised that TNA at this point would be interested in a uh, in Alberto Del Rio when they can barely make TV? Oh, God. Well, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not as surprised they're interested in him, bro, but I, I can't figure out their finances. I, I have no idea, bro. I, I have no idea. The WWE had been weighing their cruiserweights to make sure that they were under the 205-pound limit, and they have now stopped, even though I've been told that nobody is actually uh, over that 205 limit. You think that's a little much? 
making your wrestlers weigh in. I remember, bro, it's funny. When we did the first go-round with those guys, when we had Brian Christopher and Taka Michinoko, it was 220. I remember that clearly. Now it's 205. 220, that's heavyweight in UFC. Yeah. Now, I don't know if uh, Wikipedia is correct, but Wikipedia claims that S.A. Rios, who was uh, Poppy Chulo, yeah. is 37 right now. No way. No way. Be. Of course. That no way, be. bro. Come on. That's crazy. Jeez. What's he, Satchel Paige? What's he, the Satchel Page of professional wrestling, bro? <laughs> God, there's no way that's no, right. There's no way, bro. Absolutely not. Unless it, unless it's a different one, is it a different one? No, it's him. No, nah. from like 1997. No way, bro. No way. Somebody, I've got to have a viewer who knows Sa Rios personally. Yeah, no way. Somebody, let me know if that's the case. Bring him in. Yeah, no way, bro. Forty-seven, maybe not- forty-seven. Vince, tell these people about the brand. Well, you could follow the brand five days a week on podcast one different show every day. You can go to Russo'sbrand.com to see what's going on. And my Twitter handle is at the Vince Russo. Guys, Fightful.com is the place to be. Live viewing parties, everything you can imagine, exclusive news, backstage news, exclusive interviews. Finally, tomorrow, I am dropping my follow-up to uh, finding Muhammad Hassan. It's going to be called Catching Up with Muhammad Hassan. I'm talking to him about how things have changed since the first time I interviewed him. After we did that interview, he decided that he would take a few wrestling bookings. So he's, he'd appeared at a few events, talked to me about that. I put him back in touch with Davari, so we also speak about that. Also, he talks about a discussed WWE title run back when he was still in the company. Vince, best wishes to you and your, your family this weekend. Yeah, thanks, bro. I appreciate that. Headed off, to, uh, headed off to Atlanta first thing in the morning. We are back tomorrow afternoon with Matt Riddle. Tomorrow night with Showdown Joe. I may release that Friday afternoon, though. But until next time, guys, make sure you subscribe to our, our YouTube page. Also, you can download this audio via MP3 on the podcast page or stream it. Share the page. Let people know about Fightful.com, guys. Until next time, we are out. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.